Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thanks for tuning in. We certainly appreciate you guys being here today. Oh, my gosh. It's Friday. We made it to another Friday. Holy crap a moly. It is. I should make the podcast. I should make a podcast called that. Holy crap a moly podcast. Ah. Would you tune in for that? I don't know. Holy crap a moly. Yeah, actually, that's not a bad idea. We could have like all the crazy stuff that goes on in the world, like a bunch of Florida men stories and shit like that. Wouldn't that be interesting? Holy moly, crap a moly. What did I say? <laughs> Holy crap a moly podcast. <laughs> I think the only problem people would have with that is they'd have to be like, how do you spell crap a moly? <laughs> crap a moly. Is that in the Webster Dictionary? I don't know. <laughs> it's running for president 2020, I think. <clears throat> I like to, uh, you know, I should buy a shirt. I should just trademark holy, holy moly, crap a moly. Whoever's listening right now is probably doing that right now. Um, I should just trademark it and I should walk around saying, holy crap a moly for fucking president 2020. Uh, would you vote for that? I don't know, man. All right. Enough polling, Chris. Get to the fucking news, you fucking. <laughs> Sorry. I'm working on it. It's Friday, man. Come on. Do we have to go all business? We can have some fun. Let it all hang out. It's casual day. <laughs> uh, you tune in for this part anyway, right? Tune in. What is Chris going to do at the beginning of the show? It's kind of like, it's kind of like, um, what's that MSNBC show where it starts off every time with something interesting? That's what I should do. This, uh, is it Dateline? Starts out that way? No, it's not Dateline. It's, uh, oh, I can't remember the show. It's a political show. But he starts it out where he, he, um, McLaughlin's <laughs> some sort of um, barking uh, line. Marr! Today, Bob killed Doug. Marr! Tune in. Uh, coming up, you know, that sort of bit. Anyway, guys, let's get into news. There's some interesting stuff going on in the world today, and we're here to make it even more interesting. According to, this is a rumor that we announced on the Chris Foss show a while ago uh, from some news sources, uh, but now, according to CNBC, Bob Iger says Disney Plus will be on Amazon's Fire TV when it launches on November 12th. So there you go. I believe Bob Iger is the CEO of Disney. So that should be pretty good. Um, I got to tell you, my money's on that Disney Plus because it's where all the kids want to watch. So, um, yeah, where all the parents lose their mind. Mommy. Can we watch the one movie for the 5,000th freaking time? Ah, why do you have the gun in your mouth, Mommy? <laughs> you can sing the like little thing. Uh, evidently, Disney uh, says Disney Plus is going to launch in the UK, France, Germany, Italy, and Spain on March 31st. That would be of the 2020 year. And uh, all that good stuff. Uh, next up on the calendar, uh, TechCrunch, Anderson Andreessen Horowitz, if you're familiar with him. He's a big brain guy who started, uh, what was it, Netscape back in the day and a few other companies. Uh, he's a huge VC right now in Silicon Valley. And uh, he is launching a free, did you say free, Chris? A free crypto startup school with a seven-week program, starts on February 2020. 
and uh, they are going to do this. They announced that a TechCrunch disrupt that the VC firm will run a free crypto startup school. That's going to be kind of interesting. Free school. I wonder how much you have to give away of your future company if you take that course or how that works. But uh, you may want to look into that. If you're interested, you can see the announcement on TechCrunch.com. Uh, always good reporting over there. Uh, next up, CNN. YouTube has run the Trump ad wrongly accusing of Biden of corruption, which has been seen 10 million to 30 million times, but Google says it strives to ensure their ads are honest. <laughs> it's really weird to me. Like, if you lie, cheat, and steal on ads and deceive people, that's bad. But if you're a politician, it's just like, oh, well, that's just the way things work. <laughs> wow. Okay, man. Whatever, dudes. I mean, pick a team. Um, so they're still working on this. This seems to be something that Twitter. And uh, and Google are having to deal with uh, Facebook as well. Uh, just an ongoing shitstorm of what should we call it? According to the Wall Street Journal, though, this is interesting. Uh, Google has been holding internal meetings on changing its political ad policy. Plans to share more employee uh, information with employees. They are getting a lot of employees at Google now that are really becoming activists, uh, which I mean, you know, I imagine is good. They got a huge amount of employees. They're hugely influential. And, um, you know, sometimes employees got to hold their feet to the fire. So, um, I guess what they're doing is they're trying to figure out their ad policy. You know, honestly, I think Twitter and Jack were the smartest things in what they did, which is saying a lot because that thing is such a fucking clown car uh, and always has been the clown car that crashed into success. Um, the um, I think I think Jack made the smartest move, just fucking eject the ads and just say we're not doing them. That's the boom, done. I'm going to go home. Just uh, drop the mic, walk off, Jack did. That's the smartest thing to do, man. Just do that, man. I mean, really, let's quit making these stupid fucking ads that uh, are deceptive, and let's just judge people on their merits. Ooh, what a concept. I mean, there actually used to be a day in this country where we did that. We didn't have attack ads and crazy political ads and, and different things like that. Uh, they slowly evolved to become that, and we let them. And maybe it's time to put that back in the Pandora's box. Look, show up for the debate, go to speeches and shake hands, try to impress us in, on whether or not you should have a job working for us in our country. And uh, if not, we don't want to see your political spin movie trailer ads that just cause fear and havoc and deception and dishonesty and everything else. Uh, more and more, uh, as we see the rise of fascist governments in our country and around the world, we need to get back to truth. So that's my thoughts, and I'm sticking to it. Next up. According to 1-0 U.S. Safety Investigators Report, there's a dilemma for self-driving cars that uh, it's not saving one innocent victim over another. It's between caution and competitive advantage. So uh, basically what they're saying is has nothing to do with the trolley problem. The advent of self-driving cars revived the decades-old philosophical conundrum known as the trolley problem. And uh, basically... Uh, you know, it's, is this really going to save lives with the trolley concept where, um, you know, cars will take and follow each other and everything else. Autonomous vehicles, uh, can be programmed to have policies on such matter. Um, and, uh, whether people have to have a choice, uh, to decide, do, 
uh, is the car hurling toward a group of five pedestrians, and the only way to sail them, save them is to swerve and run over a single pedestrian instead. Uh, you have to decide which person gets killed. And they have to program this in the computers. So imagine that. Uh, so uh, this is the trolley problem that self-driving cars have to take and face. U.S. investigators for safety also have to do that. And they just... Uh, are still arguing over this whole concept of what does the car do in that given situation. It's kind of interesting, you know, I mean, we certainly, our brains have to make the same decisions, but we may not even be as smart as some of these new cars that will come out uh, in identifying the conundrum, the conundrum of that situation. So uh, therein lies that. I hope we resolve it soon because I don't want to be the guy that the uh, automated car goes. Mm, don't kill the five people. Kill that guy over there. He looks like he's got it coming anyway. <laughs> no one's gonna miss him. It's Chris Voss. It'll identify. It'll have one of those identification systems like China, where it goes. Mm, it'll run like it'll run this an algorithm in like a, 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 a in like split second. It'll be like we've identified the uh, one person standing to the left who is not part of the five group that we're about to run over, that if we swerve and kill him is Chris Voss. He's single, no kids, has two dogs, lives a very sad life. <laughs> and the pro the proportion of anyone missing him compared to the people with five, the five people that have families and Joe's got three kids, and it'll like solve all of these algorithms like immediately, like when the Split second and goes, yeah, Chris is going to fucking die. <laughs> ah, shit. Better give me some wife and kids and shit to see if I can save my dick. Uh, or not. It sounds like suicide either way. I don't know. Um, according to Bloomberg, Alibaba is planning to launch a Hong Kong IPO next week with plans to raise as much as $15 billion. Don't they have enough money? Jesus Christ. How much money does that guy have? What the hell? According to the Economic Times, AngelList launches its VC and angel fund product in India, which will allow individuals to raise small blind pools of capital and deploy them within 6 to 12 months. India is going to be a huge market uh, if they aren't already, but it's going to be even huger as they become more of a developed country and uh, engage the world with their amount of population. I mean, it, uh, the only rival, I think, is China when it comes down to it. Just a huge freaking amount of people and uh people that uh wanna you know become something in the world so god bless them uh next up on the uh, news cycle bloomberg bloomberg and did you hear bloomberg uh that the ran i forget his first name michael Bloomberg. uh that ran for uh well he was a new york mayor for a while uh he now is announcing uh he most likely is running for president so that should be interesting but according to the, his uh, media outlet, internal chats from 2012 and 2013 show the Facebook staff lamented its unethical practices. <laughs> it just kills me. As Zuckerberg argued that the company's survival is more important. Wow. <laughs> New documents show dissent within Facebook's top ranks. Disclosures come as the company faces multi-antitrust probes. Wow. Okay, man. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I Facebook. I give up. I don't even know why I still post on there. Oh, my friends are there. Fuck. It's like it's like a it's like a slave system where it's like you have to be like 
Why do you stay here? Oh, my friends are here. I won't leave. It's like, what is that? What is that called when you're like kidnapped, but then you fall in love with your kidnappers? I forget what that's called. That's kind of what's going on right now with Facebook and why we're all still there. According to BuzzFeed News, Twitter says it will begin a series of experiments within two weeks that tweak functions like retweet and reply to promote healthier conversations. Like, what does health mean? Is that like, is that like uh, we're all going vegan? What is, I mean, like health is relative, you know. What might be one might be healthy for one crazy person might not be healthy for for another. So um, what they're going to do is try and figure out a way to make their news feeds maybe more healthier and more toxic, less toxic. More did I say more toxic? Less toxic. So they're going to try and do that. Good for them. Uh, you can read the article on BuzzFeed News. I don't know what, whatever they're going to muck up, they're going to make it worse because it's Twitter. <laughs> there you go. Uh, according to TechCrunch, small satellite startup Kepler provided uh, satellite broadband connectivity to the Arctic at over 100 megabits per second to a German icebreaker vessel. Good for them. Oh, wow. That came across a satellite? Never before accomplished with satellite based broadband connectivity. Providing a higher bandwidth to the Arctic. Well, all I know is that if I'm freezing to death, dying in the Arctic, I definitely want fast porn download or Netflix. Did I say porn? Uh, I did, didn't I? That came out. And Netflix. Netflix and chill. I want to be able to Netflix and chill with the seals. Because <laughs> that's all there is up there. Just freezing cold snow. Next up in crunch-based news, Cloudfare. In its first earnings report after its IPO announced a quarter three revenue growth of 48 year over year to 73.9 million as a gap loss increased to 40.9 million from 38 million in quarter three 2008. Uh, that sounds like pretty good news to me. Uh, we use Cloudflare uh, to give us um, all sorts of wonderful toys and protection and it also gives us a, a secure HTTP. Uh, HTTPS, if you will, on the com. So we like Cloudfare. They do a great job. They've got a great plug-in for the WordPress. Be sure to check it out. Plug. They didn't even pay for that. What the hell? I just ran an ad. <laughs> I just ran a referral. I like the I like the company. It's really cheap, too. Uh, according to The Verge, some users across all major U.S. carriers received text message overnight that appear to have been sent around Valentine's Day. <laughs> Causing distress in some cases. <laughs> What's up with that? I don't know, man. Moving on. <laughs> uh, Google contractors recall the often absurd predicament of representing Google like escorting job candidates around the campus while not working for the government. According to Bloomberg, they've got an article on uh, the lofty title that he had called Expeditions Associate, a fun job. He got to demo... Uh, Google virtual reality gear to young students. What is this like influencers are using or whatever? So, um, fun is fun. Uh, up next, Bloomberg, India passes Indiana. <laughs> Did I say India? Indiana. Indiana. It, I mean, technically it's India. You just add an NA at the end. Uh, passes a law targeting big tech that exempts sales tax for an unprecedented 50 years to companies that commit. 750 million to a data site in the state. Hmm. 
So basically, they passed a law that targets big tech that exempts sales taxes for 50 freaking years. They commit $750 million to a data center in their site. Hey, I hope it works. I hope it doesn't turn into one of those things like Faraday or um, uh, who else did that? It was the people, Foxconn, the people who made the thing where they went to that state somewhere in the middle of the country and they promised they were going to do all this investing and they never did. And meanwhile, they're actually enjoying still their tax deductions because no one has taken them away from them. So that should be interesting. Maybe Indiana can become a very competitive thing. According to TechCrunch, YouTube has rolled out a new homepage design with larger thumbnails and features like an add to queue option, desktop version of Don't Recommend channel, and more. Uh, yeah, I'd really like to use that Don't Recommend channel for YouTube's bullshit fucking self, self-made uh, whatever channels. I hate all their stupid shows they make. I mean, they're clearly made for like, what? Here, here they're up again. Featured impulse series. Like, I have no idea. I think I watched like two minutes of one and went, what is this for people who love drama and fear? Like, I don't care. It's even censored. What? I don't know, man. It's like these premium shows they have. They got one for dancing. It's like, I don't even get, like, if you're into dancing and like freestyle dancing, whatever the hell that is, high water episode. What does that mean? You're dancing in the high I don't understand it all, man. I don't get the dancing shit. I mean, chicks like dancing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Oh, here's here's one that self-produced. Uh, I don't know. Basically, what I'm saying is I hate all the self-produced uh, YouTube content. That's my story, and I'm sticking with it. Um, uh, and all that uh, sort of good stuff. So there you go. Uh, should be pretty interesting. Interesting things going on in the world. What's going on in your life? Uh, Taking ping me at, at Chris Voss on any of the channels out there or chrisvoss.net. And be sure to subscribe to our newest podcast, Pot Biz Podcast. And we talk about uh, what's going on in the pot business world, mostly the aspect of investing stocks, uh, pot stocks, so what the trends are, what things are going on in the world with pot uh, legalization, and uh, all that sort of good stuff. So you can go see that. You can go to the CVPN and uh, see all the wonderful things that we're taking doing there. There's eight damn podcasts already. Eight podcasts for you people. That's how much I like you folks. Anyway, guys, go tune into that. Be sure to give us a like and uh, watch for new segments on the Chris Foss Show.com. <laughs>